episode 16 of the Coaching Through Podcast starts now. Welcome to the Coaching Through Podcast, where we covering people pleasers, codependent, and lack of boundary doers, hang out, be vulnerable, and take healing by the hand and say, let's go. I am your host, Vernisa Williams, aka V, MSW, therapist, and exhortation coach. And it is my honor to bring coaching through to the podcast realm to create a safe space to work through your healing by reclaiming your voice. I am a single mom, grandmother, Christ believer, divorcee, social worker, and plant mom. We will coach through the topics of people pleasing, boundaries, being codependent, and much more. Today, we are coaching through Choose Peace. Choose Peace. When there was so much going on in the world, how do you choose peace? When making hard decisions have become a daily practice, how do you choose peace? When the world is in pain, how do you choose peace? How do you choose peace when you're personal environment is not the way you want it to be, how you feel it should be, how do you choose peace? I've been through too much in my life, starting with molestation at the age of two, bullied from five years old to 17 years old, in and out of relationships looking for love found love, but divorced 10 years after, becoming a single parent for the second time, now with two children instead of one. But even with all the good things, going to school, getting certificates, getting licenses, getting degrees, meeting amazing people, learning great lessons along the way, for a lot of people, it could be hard even hearing the word peace, it's like, what is that? What is that? Oh, and I do not want to forget overcoming homelessness as a single mom. But this thinking about peace can be hard for a lot of people. Like I know people who struggle with just being quiet, just sitting with themselves, being intentional about becoming one with their own body, loving their, liking their body enough to even want to sit down, to even comprehend the thought of sitting down and quiet. The thought of having peace in your life when you're so used of trauma and chaos and crisis all the time, living a life walking on eggshells. What exactly is peace? And it was a challenge for me also because that was something that I, it wasn't on the front of my mind for me to even think about because, you know, being in survival mode, that's the priority, right? Just living out being in survival mode, not looking to the left, not looking to the right, only if you have to make sure that no one is beside you. No one is beside you on both ends that's trying to take something from you, that's trying to provoke you, that's trying to interrogate you. 
slam you down, stop you from trying, tell you that you can't. Situation after situation that you may have caused or society had caused, the system has caused. A life full of fighting because of your skin color, because of words, voices that spin in your head from this person and that person and that system and that situation and in that circumstance. It's peace? What do you mean? How could that be tangible? How can that be real? But my friend, it can be. On this podcast, I talk a lot about perspective. I talk a lot about taking responsibility. I talk a lot about having accountability from the choices that we've made, that things could have been better. If we look back into our narrative of life, yes, I lived a life of, I thought I was just doing my thing. I thought I kept my hair down. I thought I was doing everything right. That good girl syndrome only brought me but so far. So I thought everything was straight. But when people come at you because they're threatened, because they're jealous, because let's be real, they see purpose on you before you do and they can't handle it, but I know you can't handle it because they see you're not living in that. So that gives them the open door to kind of like, let me tweak, let me manipulate, let me try to reform the clay of power and authority that I see this person have. Let me just try to knock it down. So we live our lives not knowing these things that so many people see in us. And we get distracted and we get low and we let go of hope. But we accept everything else that is not good for us, that's harmful to us. So when I think about peace and what life has taught me is that many times in life you will have to sacrifice And the word sacrifice again, for us who has been in survival mode, for us that's still trying to fight through survival mode because people pleasing codependency and having a lack of boundaries consistently tries to hold us back and hold us down. We have to know, we have to realize that the first huge step for us to even consider peace is we have to change the belief system that you can't obtain it that it cannot be tangible to you your perspective has to change it has to change we have to realize peace it must come from within because if it's based on external factors, we, we all know that that's not sustainable. We all know that when we do that, we give that power to other people for them to dictate when we have peace, when we should have peace. In the past episode, Coaching Through Faith, I shared with you my faith. I identify myself as a Christian, and I always mention that in the beginning of the podcast, that I'm a Christ believer. And having the faith to know that I have the right to peace, 
that's when it becomes sustainable for me. That's when it becomes tangible to me. My peace tangible looks like me holding on to the word of God and its truth. Whether, whether I came up with or realized a, a truth that I didn't know about, whether I need to be reminded of a truth, but just fully having the faith to be like, look, I haven't figured that truth out yet and I still got some things to work on, but just because it is written, I say amen. So I can create peace for myself and make it tangible. One with the word of God too. The thickness of the sacrifice that I am willing to make for this peace. When I went through my separation, it was a lot of things that I could had cut off because my name was on certain things, right? So if we separate, that means my name is gonna come off of stuff. And if my name come off of stuff, then that's gonna kind of maybe hinder or set you back, you know, from having those resources that my name will be coming off of. And I had a choice to make. I had a choice to make that was based off of my rational brain and not on my emotions. So I had to make a sacrifice for peace of, you know what, I know moving ahead, I got a lot of things I'm going to have to figure out and work through. So... I rather sacrifice letting everything go, leaving it behind so I can completely start over and figure out what peace is out there for me. So not creating a dumpster fire behind me, but focusing on what is going to be my focus. What is the goal? And that goal became peace. When I move out, I'm not, I'm barely going to take anything that does not belong to me. Hey, listen, it ain't got to be 50-50. You want it, there you go. I just want me and my children, right? And sacrificing starting over. Like I said, switching names, switching paperwork, needing to dish out money to make things happen, to turn on, to turn off things. That was a sacrifice, changing school districts, didn't have to change job, thank God, but distance may have changed. <laughs> so sacrificing time lost, had to figure all those things out. But peace was the goal, no matter if I had to drag myself towards it, crawl my way towards it, I chose peace losing friendships possibly that that was gained through all this the dramatics and traumas of my life i have to make sacrifices the direction that i'm willing to go i have to be willing to let some things go would those things hinder me from moving forward to what i hope to be what i think i want to be will it slow that down i had to sacrifice to figure that out because I knew that this is gonna be about me so I can figure out what is the best that I can be 
for this situation, for this new environment, for my children? What is that going to look like? And I needed my faith to show me that. To show me that. Sacrificing the needs of my body, right? Because we talked about this before, that not all needs are really good needs that you need to have. <laughs> so me thinking that I needed certain access to things, to people. I needed to keep certain things going because that's what I was accustomed to. When those needs were not healthy, beneficial, I had to sacrifice that stuff. Being alone for a long duration of time. Listen, y'all, um, it's been like a bit over four years that I've been in a real relationship. It's a lot of sacrifice in that. But also, there was a lot of peace in that. Right? Not having to worry about other people and not having to worry about what you should do and what I'm supposed to do and I got to worry about your needs and make the time. No, 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 no. Sacrifice and taking the time to heal, to process, to get used to the space that I was in that was a sacrifice and that I was willing to make for peace because I knew it wasn't going to last forever and it, and it seemed like it was going to last forever. Separated for five years until the divorce was final, it was needed. It was needed. It needed to be done because the lessons learned at that time was valuable. Whether I actively lived those things out but even having it to go back to, to be reminded of, that's value. That's valuable. Peace, y'all. And I'm speaking to millennials that may be listening, Gen X, each generation, right? Because peace will look different to each generation, to each individual. It will look different. The needs will be different, right? Your peace, you could have peace around people. And I'm not saying isolation, but with my life, I, yeah, I experienced isolation because it needed to be done. I needed to be set apart. So the work that needed to be done in my life, in my heart, in my spirit, between me and God could be done. Your peace could be you know, removing the people that's in your life, quality over quantity. Your peace could be, I'm just gonna just do my thing alone for a extended period of time. I ain't thinking about meeting nobody. I ain't thinking about dating. I'm not thinking about none of that, right? There's me, myself, and I, you know? That could be your peace. Changing environments, leaving the city, going to the suburbs. Changing environments, changing things that was connected to your chaos. And what I mean by things is items, right? You know, an old car, paperwork, doing a purge, an environmental purge, an external purge, an spiritual purge. That could be necessary. I dare to say it is necessary wherever you are in your life. 
choose peace. What does peace mean to you? How could you define that for yourself? Can you imagine what that could be like? If I had a magic wand and I could just wave it and ask you the question, how would your life look like if you had the peace that you can only imagine? What would tangible peace look like to you? How would you live that out? How would you experience that? Feel that? What would that be like for you? What person could you become if you had peace the way you imagine it? Tangible peace for you. What would you look like? Would that cause a change of identity? Absolutely, a belief system? Would that change your faith in things? Your perception of people? of your perception of self? Would that open your eyes to a familiar neighborhood but you can start looking around and say, I've never seen that tree before. I've never seen that house before. What's down that road? How your life can look completely different through a new lens through your own eyes. What you hear, would peace change your hearing? Would peace change how things touch you? How you would allow things to touch you? What could peace do for you? How could it change your life? I challenge you to think about it. Take 10 minutes. Write it down in your journal. Meditate on it. I dare you to dream. I dare you to make steps, real steps towards peace. I know I usually don't mention the call to action. I put it in the show notes, but I'm going to verbalize it today. The call to action for this week and every day after, whenever you listen to this episode, ask yourself this question. What would peace look like to me if I was to choose it? What would my life look like if I chose peace today? Next week, I am planning on having a guest to the podcast, Amanda Johns. And we're going to have a conversation about how does values and attachment play a significant role in how we have relationships with ourselves with our children, and in our environment. Meet me here next week for a conversation with one of my amazing colleagues. And as always, y'all, on this day and after, be well and peace out.